Hey guys, just wanted to put out a little disclaimer that we had no idea about DJ Miller at the time of this recording. We recorded literally a day before the accusations came out. So when Mike says he wants him to be the lead in this movie, you know, he didn't know everything. Anyway, enjoy the episode. <sighs> hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Office Christmas Party. I watched the second half of Office Christmas Party. And this is the other half, Woo! Christmas Spectacular. So last week, mm-hmm. an episode went missing. A hard drive corrupted. It was a tale. T- it was really time. bad. Sorry, guys. But uh, it was a great episode, and it's very sad that it's gone. It was really funny. It might, we might be able to find it. It might be a Christmas miracle. Maybe, but until but then, well, we're doing you a favor. We're gonna we're gonna do some good stuff. We're we're, gonna, well, we 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 we'll, only had one other Christmas movie on our list that we wanted to watch. It's true, and it was this one. And uh, we uh, we had it on Blu-ray for some reason. And it's called <laughs> Office Christmas Party. And Mike, you seem real excited to talk about this. You know, there's only... Okay, I was in my room. You guys heard me laughing a couple times, but it was only a couple times. This movie... I had to watch like 55 minutes of this movie, and I only laughed like three times. You know, that's a, three times more than I did. Really? You didn't laugh at all? Well, here's the thing about I don't, this. I don't laugh at movies, though. You laugh at things all the time. I do. And I that's how you know I was genuinely enjoying those moments. But those moments were very few and far between. And it was a little sad, to be honest, because I thought, like, as the movie... You thought the unrated version would be way funnier, because unrated versions in comedy movies are the best They're the ever. best, and they're definitely not the worst timed pieces of crap out there. Let's, 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 you know, since we think this episode's gonna be short... It's a very short are, one, I bet. It's uh, very plot thin and very. joke, and quote, heavy. <laughs> um, yeah? Why are there unrated versions of R-rated movies? Uh, to make more money out of people. So I bet they're more expensive than just normal. And here's the other reason I bet. I bet it entices people who wouldn't ordinarily want to buy the movie. So if you see, say, unrated on it, you get a lot of like teenagers or whatever who are like, ooh, it's unrated? I want to get it because it probably has tits in it. It seems so weird, though, in like, the age where the internet is everywhere. You could just look up boobs. Yeah, so but why would you want teenagers it? are dumb. I don't know. People I guess, but like... I mean, I, I don't know if it's even... I wonder if it's because... Hmm. I mean, it's another thing to bank on if the movie didn't make a lot of money That's what I'm thinking. Theaters. I wonder if if people seen it in theaters and they go, oh, I like that movie. And then they're but like... But you know what it was missing? Th- Boobs. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> I kind of like that movie. It was okay, but it's a comedy movie, so I probably won't watch it again for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, unrated. Well, I want to see what they added in. Maybe they added more funny bits. Yeah. They and never, it never add is. funny bits. They it never is. It's only add. like gratuitous nudity. It's usually. always boobs. Was there any boobs in the last half? Because it wasn't the first one. There were some boobs. Okay. Who's was, what, was there anybody normal or specific? Or was it just like some just random Random person? extras. You know, just throw some extra boobs in there. Extra boobs. Extra boobs. Here's my question. Do they shoot those boob scenes on set knowing that they're going to release a unrated version? I wonder if. They have to, right? Because there's no way that they get everyone back together and shoot just the boob scenes just for the unrated cut. No, so you they know have that to plan there's, it, yeah. Yeah, so you know there's like someone that's working, like a producer saying, look, we're going to have to release this on DVD and Blu-ray. we got to have an unrated cut. Let's just shoot a couple scenes. Let's throw some boobs around in there. But then that comes into play. You have to cast... You have to hire these people that are okay with showing their boobs off to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, because like that's that's a whole thing. Like you, you people are losing, you know, not respectability. I don't say I don't think if you show your boobs off in a movie, you're not respectful anymore. But certainly that's a lot to like ask someone to take their clothes off and sure. show their bodies to, you know, anyone who's willing to buy this film, you know. So it's like, you know, you got to cast for that. 
you know, you got to pay them. You got to give, you know, you've got to go through all the, you have to get, have them sign waivers. You got to bring them onto the set. And I, I don't know. Uh, the thing is, I don't know who did it in the last half of the movie, but I'd assume there'd be some consistency. So you'd probably have them in the background and other scenes too. They're not adding anything to the plot yeah. except for showing their boobs well, I think up. the thing is, is like the, uh, that's only in comedy movies like at least in like certain action movies it's like oh we got this like crazy I remember the unrated cut of like the Expendables was pretty cool oh yeah was I there guess. any boobs in it though no oh what was it unrated for more more. I think it was only PG-13 oh really I think the uh, the first movie was the R one. I think like PG thirteen. They have these sanitized like right, right, movies right. that are like hey you know it's the A team reboot and there's an extended like unrated cut of that apparently too and yeah like, yeah you know Batman v Superman. They have one where uh, that's a director's cut. Oh shit! You're right. That's not right. Yeah. Well, th- that's the other thing too. Is sometimes th- th- this has been a big problem in the the business. Actually, I think the guy who made the Hangover went through this, where he made his Hangover movie. He had a bunch of shit on the cutting room floor, and he left it there because he's like, I don't. I think it takes away from the timing of the film, and I think it takes away from all that. You know. Yeah. But then the studios wanting to make an extra buck release it either as unrated or sometimes they release it as the director's or cut. Or the extended cut. The extended yeah. cut. It's you know the version that whatever didn't want you to see. And the directors are like sometimes they only release that version. This one had both the theatrical and unrated cut on the yeah. DVD. But sometimes they will only release the unrated cut and the directors will be like, dude, that's not the vision I had. Yeah. Like I know it's a dumb comedy, but it's just not the one I wanted to show people. Totally. You know, I don't want to like, you know, hang my hat on that. I want to have my name on it because it's not something I stood behind, you yeah. know. So I don't know. It it's it's interesting because that's you also bring up another good point. Um, in order for it to be considered, like, in order for a, a you know, you can't have a unrated comedy that doesn't have like that has like blood and shit all over. No, it, it has to be the boobs, really, mm-hmm. right? That's the only way it can be, or maybe more horrible like uh, curse words, maybe more misogyny i don't know yeah right i don't know is it is it just like it's a little bit the more uncut offensive thing of uh, yeah i was gonna say what would the uncut version of sausage party be i don't know they probably can't do, do you that. think animation no because it's animated right, it's animation you, you and everything like, yeah that's exactly right everything you'd have to put on there you cost a shit ton of money yeah exactly it always so you have it, to cut it every single scene goes through like a committee basically mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know i don't know i didn't see any boobs in the first half of this movie so i don't well, know I, and that's the thing is I, I never man one of these days we ought to watch the Wait, what am I saying? I was going to say, <laughs> we ought to watch the theatrical and unrated cut, but I don't want to watch multiple versions of this it's, film. It's interesting, though, how they do that sort of stuff. It's just, it is. It, it, because in, nowadays, I guess it's the only, one of the only things to make people buy mm-hmm. the actual movie as opposed to renting it or watching it on Netflix or whatever. It's true. Because it's like, oh, well, this version has like extended Boobies stuff. Boobies in it. Yeah, it's it's weird, though, because think about other famous extended cuts like um, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Really extended cut. But that makes sense. Um, Blade Runner. It's like, yeah, it's, it's very, yeah, it has a million cuts. Yeah. Because um, there's like different director visions, but this is just like, I feel like it's just a cheap marketing oh, it's ploy that just gets slapped that. on almost everything. It absolutely is And it's that. never... Like you said, it never improves it, really. No, it only. Th- and that's the thing. It's like sometimes it's just a couple of scenes, but those couple of scenes really like bog down the pacing of the movie. But to be fair, the people that are watching the arena cuts don't really give a shit about the pacing of a film. They're that's only true. watching it because they want it bigger and louder and dumber and with more boobs. You know, this so, is true. You know, you're giving the audience that wants it what they want. Mm-hmm. What you know. What are you? What are you trying to do? You just, you're you're appealing to the people that want that stuff. So yeah, play to the crowd. Yeah, and speaking of playing to the crowd, I guess we should talk about the movie a little bit. I guess that's what people listen to this podcast for. No, apparently, it isn't. yeah, you're right. Um, this is our great voices. Our great voices and feedback on films that uh, we had nothing to do with. 
This movie is very straightforward. It's really dumb. Mike, you're feeling a little, you sound a little bitter today. I'm a little bitter because I was hoping that it would be a little better than this, to be honest. Because the thing is, is I've gone through situations like that. I've been to Christmas office Christmas parties, you know. Mm-hmm. I've been to multiple office Christmas parties, both mine and, and Phelan, my, my fiance's Christmas parties. And uh, one of the, the reasons, when you heard me laughing in my room for the movie, it was at moments that were very relatable. Like, for instance, there's one part that really stuck out to me. This always happens when you have, like, outside, um, like, Christmas, or, you know, parties or get-togethers. There's this one part where one of the ladies goes, It's so nice not to have to talk about work. So nice. (laughs) And then just silence. Because you realize the only reason you hang out with these people because you work with them and like that felt very real like yeah. that was a very real thing that, that felt like something that i could relate to and I, that's what i was hoping the rest of this movie would be is like a relatable understandable grounded this is what it's like to work in an office and have to deal with the christmas party but it's not every character is like heightened to this ridiculous percentile that i can't relate to anyone not even like yeah yeah and I, I, the only characters that aren't are like jason bateman who i don't relate to because he's got nothing there's nothing there to relate to <laughs> he's just a person he's just a person he's well he's man a right and then I, uh, there's olivia munn who's kind of normal but again she's just woman b like there's nothing i can do to relate to her because there's nothing there to relate to so let's talk about that for a little bit real quick do you know how old that the age difference between jason bayman and olivia munn are because they're supposed to be romantic love interests in this film and oh, it, probably like 10 years or so 10 10 years i don't yeah. know it felt very forced <laughs> they looked it up i was like no i don't know i don't know what it was okay, I'm, I'm, I'm too I'm, fucking lazy to look that kind of shit up you dummy okay. all, right, all right hey man can bring your research to the podcast then you know it's this movie's not worth it what are you looking yeah. up right now you're i'm looking, looking up, up the age difference are you looking up olivia munn or are you looking up uh, I'm looking up Olivia Munn. Okay, I'll look up Jason Bateman. Let me see how old Jason Bateman is. Jason Bateman, blah, 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 blah. All right, Jason Va- Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman? Jason Bateman. <laughs> Jason Bateman. Uh, All right, Jason Bateman's f- uh, almost 50, 48, 48 years old. How old is Olivia Munn? Oh, God, I have to do math because this says the number here. Uh, oh, she's 37. 37? Okay, so yeah, you're right. They're about 10 years. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, uh, no. How would you get someone who's like Olivia Munn's age, not like a ten-year age? That's difference? not that bad. It's pretty. It looks. It looks bad. Because the other thing too, and what they they always do this, they always like make up the ladies so that they look like Olivia Munn had no facial features. It was like two eyes and nose and a mouth. There was like nothing there that could make her look like a normal person. Is what I'm saying. Like she doesn't look like even Olivia Munn. When I first time I saw her, I'm like, who is that lady? And then like as the movie was going, I'm like, oh yeah, that's supposed to be Olivia Munn. Like. I don't know. Like, and then uh, Jason Bateman is like some weirdo character that I can't relate to. He's he's like perfect at everything. He is perfect at everything. Yeah, and you know how the movie opens? Except relationships. Yeah, because he just got a divorce. That's yeah. a big deal. He just got divorced from his wife. We never see his wife. I don't know if we see her later in the movie too. Uh, no, no. Well, that's that's all you need to know. Here, you know what? Here we go. Jason Bateman. All you need to know is Jason Bateman. He got divorced. This is the start of the movie. And he's a great. Uh, worker. He works really hard. Oh, yeah. There you go. What a perfect guy. Uh, I Olivia that. Munn. She's some no, I can't. hacker weird. No, you can't. Because no one's like that. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Olivia Munn. Some hacker weirdo. That's her yeah. character. She likes hacking. She likes hacking, but barely. She's not really. No, it's she's also co- weird that a data she's a coder. I was going to say it. They didn't call her a hacker. They call her a coder. A coder. She's okay, a coder. I was like, they don't just hire hackers at like weird know, data companies. <laughs> she looked like a hacker because her fucking office was all like, uh, 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 like uh, Mr. Roboted out. It had all like, oh, that's like a million screens. Yeah, on Yeah, a million screens. But I mean, that's had, just because like, you, you gotta see some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Screens are nice when you got code. It wasn't just screens. It was like there was like drawings all over the wall. Like you. She's a genius. Office. She's not. Oh. Well, do you know what her plan is? Tell us the plan. All right. So her plan. 
her invention, mm-hmm. is to create a overwhelming internet, an internet that flows out of everything electronic. Electronic. So like light bulbs, anything that has electronic current going through it will cause an internet hotspot and you will always be connected to the internet no matter what. And you wonder, you're asking me, how do you make money off of an invention like this? I don't know, Ethan. I don't know. <laughs> you but sell people's think, data, duh. She, yeah, you, dumb? <laughs> you take their data and you sell it. That's worth more But that's going to be like else. Monopoly. You can't be, have access to every electronic thing in the entire world. Uh, With her great plan, she can. I guess so. I don't know. It was really weird. They, Man, they that's... pitched this concept. It's funny because they pitched this concept, which is like incredibly groundbreaking. Like I, I was listening and I'm like, tell me more. I want to believe in this. And uh, 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 the big boss, who's played by, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just couldn't give less of a shit. She's mm-hmm. just like, okay, cool. Next idea. And it's just like, that's like an insane, crazy, like Tesla idea right there, lady. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, if let's it was talk possible. about Je- Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about Jennifer Aniston a little bit. Uh, she's the big boss. She's named Carol. She, name's Carol. Christmas Carol. She uh, <laughs> hates parties. It's, shut up. She hates parties. She's a business. She's likes money and she doesn't like her brother because her brother, who's played by TJ Miller, had a great relationship with her father and he's a fun loving guy who loves Christmas. Yep. All right. Is there any other character you care about? Uh, any at all? There's some nerd who uh, says he's got a girlfriend. It doesn't. He hires an uh, a um an escort. There's some chick who is a secretary who's a single mom who falls in love with uh this uh, Asian guy from uh, Orange's or not Orange's New Black. Hot off the boat. What the fuck? Hot off the boat. <laughs> called fresh off the boat i'm just tired i don't want to talk about this stupid movie i hate talking about comedies on this podcast because it's never funny yeah it's and i feel bad because like i see kay mckinnon is a very funny comedian she plays a um hr lady and she's a no-nonsense person she's got some of the funniest lines in this movie and it's like all these people are funny individually i like these people i like these actors they're improvisers they're very funny this movie gives none of them time to shine and doesn't give them a good enough premise to have fun in man i feel like mike every time you suggested this movie i did i don't know why i don't know why either man i don't know why it just bums you out dude you gotta you just gotta go back to that comedy well and get sad every time that's what it is because comedy just don't never good and you can't relate to any of this because it's all just setups and payoffs like for instance here's another thing you might not know uh the uh, big account there's this uh, black dude Wallace. Is that his name? I think it's Walter. Walter. Uh, he's uh, the big account. They're trying to. They're trying uh-huh. to uh, scheme because if they get the big account, then everyone gets to keep their jobs. Because Jennifer Aniston wants to lay off a bunch of people. Yeah. And so he's only there so that they can get their jobs. And then he ends up getting. Um, he ends up getting cocaine in the face, and that's why he goes crazy. I saw that part. I think. I think that was like right at the end. Oh, right at the end of my half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that. Who cares? Isn't that funny? Cocaine is so funny. Drug use is hysterical. Someone going crazy on drug use that they didn't realize had in their body. Isn't that so funny, Ethan? Isn't that hysterical? It wouldn't be a fucking horrifying night if you were walking around a party full of a bunch of strangers and all of a sudden you were just going nuts and had no idea why. (laughs) That would be fucking terrifying. But it's real funny in this movie, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of situations it's like, Pretty much the entire concept is like a nightmare. It is a horrifying nightmare. Because Everyone is in the worst possible situation. The shit they do. Yeah. The shit they do when like, they're also random people just start coming into the building. Oh, the yeah. The shit they do is just like burn shit. to Like literally one guy's just like, let's just burn. Everyone's fighting. Let's just burn this place to the ground. Yeah. It starts, like starts lighting on fi- things on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, throwing shit off the wall, like throwing, breaking through the glass. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, 
all of this seems like a horrible party. It sounds like yeah. a terrible nightmare. Like it's okay to get rowdy. Like it, the the cool like dancing is fine, but it, like yeah, but all this insane shit. And here's here's the thing too. I want to bring up here. Now this would all work perfectly okay. I think it could, it could actually be a pretty good setup if we weren't following the character of Jason Bateman. If we were following the character of J. Uh, uh, T. J. Miller? Miller, I think this movie would be a little better. But I think that's. I, I, He's a little bit too crazy. You almost can't relate to him because he's a little bit too Maybe, off the wall. But here's why I'm saying this. I think if they made him a little bit more like likable, I think it would work because T, uh, uh, Jason Bateman, he is told by Carol, TJ Miller's yeah. sister, that once TJ Miller loses, like basically once they shut down this branch and everyone's fired, Jason Bateman will get an amazing, cozy, wonderful, well-paid job if this, if this fails. Mm-hmm. Jason Bateman's got no reason for this thing to go well. He should be fanning the fucking flames. And us as an audience don't give a shit either because we see how terrible all these people are. That's a good point. There's Why no- should I care about any of these people except for the one person I care about, which is Walter? Because he doesn't want to be here. Yeah. I feel bad for the fucking guy. Poor Walter. Everyone else is a piece of shit. They're liars. They are drug addicts. They insult people for no reason. Like, everyone here is so mean and horrible. And I just want this whole thing to burn to the fucking ground because I want Jason Bateman, the one person who seems like a kind of normal person, to get a cool job. And I want Walter to get out alive and safe. I don't think he does, though. Does he die? You have other company. Walter? Yeah. I know he does. He swing from something. Yeah, he. he, Oh, you saw saw the trailer. trailer. Yeah, he swings. (laughs) Spoiler. He swings from a thing. Yeah. And falls and hits his head on a filing cabinet and gets knocked out. No, he doesn't die. He gets really hurt. But the thing that's funny though is when that happens, they're like, "It doesn't matter. You got his account. That's cool." And then uh, Kate McKinnon's like, "Oh yeah, he's uh, he got fired today, so it doesn't matter." Wait, really? Walter got he gave, fired? Because he gave his account because he's having such a good time at the party. He's like, I want to do business. But he's obviously high off his fucking rocker. Right. So he's just like... I like that that expression, by the way. High as a fucking rocker. High <laughs> off the fucking rocker. He's oh, going okay. off that rocker. He's oh, just yeah, rocked yeah. back and forth. Woo! Woo! Off that onto a filing cabinet. <laughs> um... That looked painful too. He hit his head. Oh yeah, I, he should be dead. He like, should. He should. That's what I, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, that guy is dead. <laughs> yeah, he, they just murdered a man. <laughs> that in the man's office. dead. Yeah. Uh, no, he's fine. Yeah. Um, can we talk a little bit about the marketing for this film? Sure. What was really the marketing? quick? I don't remember the marketing. It was really film. like obnoxious and loud, and it had a, it had the thing where like a lot of modern ones do, where it was like flashing letters. You know, it was like a shot of something funny. Flash the like flash some words. You know, some funny. Flash some words. Mm-hmm. But the font. The font. The font in the trailers, the font on the posters, and the font on the DVD cover is fucking Arial. Oh, yeah, baby. Your favorite. My least favorite font because it's just a, a cheaper version of Helvetica. And I'm like, if you are like a business that puts out, you know, all this kind of material, you should be able to afford fucking Helvetica. Everyone should have Helvetica. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe this was a choice because the people that were editing this film used Ariel like in the opening credits or something. You know what font is used in the opening credits? It's a very graphic designer problem. Fucking Helvetica! Are you serious? They used Helvetica in the movie for the opening credits and for the title card! Well, I hate to break it to you, Mike. Nobody knows the difference. <laughs> no, not that. You're probably right. But yeah. uh, the other problem is, is uh, I feel like 
film marketing departments are so disconnected yeah. from the actual film department. Clearly. Very clear from most trailers. To be fair, I think their trailer did a pretty good job of selling what the movie was. It made was, you want to watch it. N- n- I mean, yeah, I guess it kind of did, but more of like being like, oh, this seems like a modern day comedy in a Christmas setting, you know? Yeah. And it'd be loud. And it was loud and obnoxious, just like the trailers were. It was very loud and obnoxious. I would say, um, yeah, the joke was just, its I guess the joke just felt like a continual, hey, these people are just like normal people you work with, kind of, right? In quotes. Mm, yeah. Like, to the extreme. Right. And now they're going crazy. Right, right. But they don't even start like normal people. Like, once... That's the problem. Is yeah. I, didn't hear, I didn't see that part, so I was just like, wow, this place is crazy. Yeah, that's, okay. the, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, when, when the movie first starts, it should be setting up these people as, like, normal average, you know, office workers. And then as the party goes on, they start getting more rowdy. They start, like, tearing apart the exteriors of which they put up to, you know... Deal with each other. In I was gonna say, there's setting. no like, no character overcomes anything really, except for barely like the main, even the main character. What really, does he have to overcome? He He's already a good person. He didn't really learn anything, I guess. Yeah, he didn't even. Because here's his arc. So let me just tell you what happens. So it's fine. You have that thing where it's like, oh no, the company's gonna get shut down, right? So they close the account. They think everything is a okay. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, Carol comes back. Because I guess she was trying to get out. She was trying to go somewhere. Trying to go home for the holidays. I don't know where she was going. She was trying to get in, uh, like on a plane back to the holidays. But I'm sure, like, the airports are probably closed. Yeah, they're all closed up. Anyway, she eventually got back to the place and was like, what's going on? There's chaos everywhere. You're fired. I'm, I'm shutting this whole thing down because mm-hmm. we didn't get the account. And I'm like, no, we got the account. Well, it doesn't matter because he's not. He's fired. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool, I'm going to shut this place down. And he's like, oh. And CJ Miller's like, I'm sad. I'm going to go get drunk now because he had a two-drink minimum oh. or minute limit. Now he's like, whatever, two bottles for me. And then he gets really drunk and goes off with um, the the – Hookers, the, or that, the hooker that that guy hired. It's an escort, buddy. Is there a difference? Yeah, there's a big difference. What's the difference? You're more expensive. Oh, okay. <laughs> I apologize, an escort. Um, when she's dead, she's a hooker. Oh, <laughs> Watch Archer, bro. Yeah. Isn't Archer funny? <laughs> it was funny. It was funny for a while. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so, um, but um, her pimp was like, I'm kidnapping you. The pimp was funny. The pimp was pretty funny. Who plays her? It's, Some lady. Oh, I recognize her, though. She was in uh, The Night Of. She played Seth Rogen's wife. She's funny in a lot of things we've seen. Yeah, she's, she's good. Wasn't she in Step Brothers? Was she the lady that was like basically like banging um, the brother and Step Brothers? Is that yeah, I can't remember. Either anyway, the point is, they go, they drive off, and they have a good they have a good time. By good time, I mean um, TJ Miller just drives off with these people and just, just drives and runs a bunch of red lights. Almost dies a couple times, mm-hmm. but actually just goes and parties with them. Mm-hmm. And he does like cocaine off a snowflake in a snowflake shape because Christmas, cool, right? Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's funny. It's and so the, funny. it's a Russian mob. Um, it's a Russian mob? I guess it's like a bunch of Russians. Whoa. So that's cool, I guess, but that's barely explained. So then uh, they're all like, oh man, he's going to go drink himself up. We got to go save him. So Olivia Munn, Kate McKinnon, uh, Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston all get in the car and they're like, "We gotta save him because he's got all the money strapped to. Him. She's got all of the oh, savings, yeah, thousand dollars. Yeah, strapped. he's got a shit ton of money strapped to. Yeah, him. for some reason, why does he have it? Let me tell you. So the idea was is that once they get the account from the party, he's gonna give everyone their bonuses, and that's what was attached to him. Was everyone's bonuses. Oh, okay. He's gonna make it because he because he did mention during the party he was like, "Who wants to get their bonuses?" Mm-hmm. And then I guess that's it never happened. Yeah. Okay. 
Mm, that's a fun idea. That's what I'm saying. But like, also, there's some cool ideas there. But also, that's really irresponsible just because you won't but know that's who got him. it. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, right. That's just, that's uh, T.J. Miller's character. You know? Anyway, so they go and they get to him, and but it turns out, oh man, it's like a place of mob. How are they gonna get in? So they got in because Jennifer Hansen is really cold and badass. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she like these people are like, oh, what are you doing in here? We want to find this guy. And they, she puts him in a headlock and, like, is suddenly like a ninja. She knows fighting. Oh, she does? Yeah. Man, I thought that would be, like, a crazy reveal. No, she's she fought uh, T.J. Miller earlier in the movie, and she's like, don't you know I know Taekwondo? Oh. And then T.J. Miller's like, oh, yeah, that'll become important to the plot later. <laughs> I think he says that straight at the camera. He, like, looks dead in the camera. He's like, that'll be important. Wink! I'm T.J. Miller. See? Honestly, uh, I kind of believe you. <laughs> See Silicon Valley on HBO. <laughs> Except don't, because I left that show. I'm gone. See my stand-up. It's not very good. Good night. <laughs> and then the movie turned off. <laughs> would have been better that way. Yeah. The other thing is, is like that would have been a great... To me, I thought that was enjoyable because it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I guess that was actually a benefit from not having the setup. Because <laughs> I feel like the setup would have made him way lamer. But oh, it was like yeah. really cool to see all this Just doing all this crazy shit and everyone's like shocked by it. And I'm like, I'm shocked. That's cool. See... I agree because I remember um, when I so there's a character. The reason I think the escort even gets mixed up into this is because there's a character who's a nerd who uh, says that he has a girlfriend, and the entire time he's saying like, "Oh yeah, you know, she's just a model," and you know, it's very obvious that he doesn't have a girlfriend. So I'm like, "Oh, this will be funny if he actually does have a girlfriend." You know, mm-hmm. like that's the joke. Is like you're expecting. Obviously, he doesn't really have a girlfriend, and then. He shows up with this. Nah, like, it's just a basic. But the thing is, plot. it's a basic plot where it's like, not only does he not have a girlfriend, that becomes part of the story. Like, he's like, oh, I got to get a girlfriend. Oh, no. What am I going to do? Oh, I'm going to go to this thing. Oh, I got to pick her up. And it's like, it would have been a it would have been a better reveal for the audience if it's like, oh, wow, he does have a girlfriend. And then it's revealed, no, she's actually an escort, you know? Like, that's how you reveal it. Rather yeah, yeah, than, yeah. you know, immediately jumping to the fact that he's got an escort. But yeah, whatever. That's, true. But that's what I'm saying. It's a little like, spoilery. And it kind of, it kind of, I don't know. They jumped the joke. Yeah, they did. That's what I'm saying. Is they they, they should have done it the other way because yeah. then it's a shock to the audience and then it's saying. the second one. But that's what I'm saying for you is like with the Jennifer Aniston thing. That's something that shouldn't have been set up. Totally. You know, that's something that should just come it out. Just happened, man. Oh, sorry to bust your bubble, buddy. <sighs> My bubble was bust. Um, what else happened? So after that, they go and they do a chase, and T.G. Miller they're chasing them in like Kate McKinnon's like weird uh, minivan, and um. So they're chasing each other, and Chijimo is like, uh, "F him, guys," you know. And the the bad guys, they they re- hear he has money on there, or m- money somewhere, and it's on a safe. He puts it's a safe. It's apparently strapped to him. Um, he's like, "We're gonna go drive to it." So he just drives, but he's crazy. So he's like, "Oh, we're going someplace crazier than my house, where the safe is. We're gonna go jump this bridge." And he's going to jump a bridge. That's set up, too. Okay, yeah, I figured that was set up because I think uh, Jason Bateman knew exactly where he was going. So he drove and they caught up and they did a fun chase. Did he make a Fast and the Furious reference? He did. He, he makes said, one earlier he in the He said, where are you too. going, Vin Diesel? That's right. There you it's go. Good. It's good. Do you modern. remember Fast and the Furious? No. Neither do I. Anyway, <laughs> so he, what happens? There was one funny part where um, the, uh, the pimp was like pointing the gun at him, was like, you need to slow down. You need to pull over this car right now. He's like, nah, I can't. I'm too crazy. I'm going to drive over this thing. And then, um, um, what do you call it? He was like, um, <laughs> the freaking uh, uh, escort in the back was like, oh, if you shoot him, he's going to, we're all dead because he'll crash the car. She's like, shut up, stupid. Like, I know that. Dude, why'd you just tell everyone that? <laughs> well, the best part was is when the entire car drove up with Jason Bateman and everyone in it. 
and they all start yelling. I'm like, hey, slow down, dummy. He's like, oh, I'm not slowing down. I got to do this. And everyone, like, you know, Jennifer Aniston pulls out and is like, slow down, dummy. And he's like, no. And then he's like, tell her I'm going to slow down. And she's like, look, I have a gun to his head. He's not doing anything. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was a good long explanation of a joke. That's great. Explaining jokes See, that's the, the other problem with this is, uh, like, when we talk about, like, comedies, even if we find a joke that's funny, we have to, like, explain the I joke. I know. Hmm. Maybe there's something that's like you know fundamentally wrong about doing a podcast like this when we talk about a comedy movie. It's true, but I guess I let people talk about comedy movies too, which just I don't know. I guess we just have to talk about it differently. We should talk about this off the podcast. Maybe. Nah. <laughs> anyway, this is why people tune in. I know they want to hear the they want to hear the inside baseball. That's right. A lot of thoughts. So, <laughs> oh. So anyway, what happens is um, Jennifer Aniston at the last minute when they're about ready, they're both gonna jump off the bridge because she's like, "I don't do it too." Right. So they hit it and they're gonna jump, and then and Jennifer Aniston's like, "I don't want to die like this." So she grabs the steering wheel and pushes it, and it runs into um, T.J. Miller's car, and he gets rammed off the road uh. and flies into a building. And it's like, dude, you just killed everyone. And then, <laughs> but then they stop beforehand because like 80 miles an hour, you do that, you're gonna fly. You're gonna off. die, yeah. Anyway, so here's the here's the best part. Here's the best part, Mike. Ready for the best part? I'm so fucking. So T.J. Miller. Yeah. The building he crashed into was the building that houses all the internet. So all the internet in the all entire, the internet ever. Well, all the internet for this like it's like hitting the um, phone lines or whatever. Mm -hmm. So all or power plant. So all this block of internet goes out. Not the internet. So all the internet throughout the whole city's out. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Well, this. Gives Olivia Munn an idea while they're all at the hospital. She's like, oh, man, you know what I could do? I could deploy this weird-ass thing that literally she explained to me, and I didn't understand because it sounded so ludicrously stupid. <laughs> the fact that you can turn on internet literally everywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere that has an electric outlet, yeah. This is dumb. This is dumb. This is not how things work. No. This That's what not. I was... The thing is, I didn't want to say that, because I'm like, I don't know that much about, like, the internet and stuff. Maybe my friend, my buddy Ethan, will tell me all you about You can it. do internet through power, mm -hmm. but... But? There's no way to make it a radio signal. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. So yeah, yeah. The idea... Is she goes back, she has all this hacker stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone's all together, like, yeah, we're getting a thing done. Boy, plot, yeah, we're all happy. And boom, she presses the enter button, and the whole internet it takes a while, and everyone feels sad, and they don't know if it's going to happen. And it's like a good 10, one minute fake out of them not, it felt out. like 10 minutes. <laughs> and then boom, the internet's on, and I don't know what's going on, but everyone's like, wow, we're connected on phone. I'm like, how do you just instantly, everyone connects to an internet? Now, yeah. What like about every like a, single person on their phone? Yeah. Does it immediately connect to your Wi-Fi? Apparently so. Apparently, it hijacks it. And here's the thing: is <laughs> freaking over in the hospital area, the internet came back on, and Jennifer Aniston and T.J. Miller are hanging out because he's in the hospital, like he's really injured, mm -hmm. and it pops up on their phone and it says, "Oh, cool. Welcome to our internet." What the fuck? How do you just randomly get on someone's internet? Yeah, and like, tell that's them super what the Also, and then it gives you a text message inside. It gives you a push notification when you log in. <laughs> what is this trash? How does that work? That's like super invasive. That would never yeah. have, that would never pass like they would, any legal it, anything. Especially when you hijack people's phones to do that. Their company is totally gonna get like looked into by the cops. Yeah, the apparently. Federal government. This is, this is, that was a stupid premise. That premise is so stupid. 
the idea it, it's funny because like Silicon Valley actually funny with T.D. Miller is also in it yeah. um, they had a whole they thing talk where they this. talk about like making it a, a wireless center but the app internet actually makes more sense because it's like people have to connect to it it's not like this, it's not an automatic it's like this to your automatic thing and, that yeah. you can just suddenly sell it's like what is going on like but you know that wouldn't be very cinematic if you know they it had to be very have cinematic. a whole scene where they're like, okay, where's the internet? It's oh. funny because you know they had to do like a Dunder Mifflin thing where it's like this office has to be kind of boring, mm. like it has to be. But it's like, oh, it's a tech type company. They didn't do that though. They really didn't. But they tried because it's like data. That sounds boring. That's the thing too. The I was like, what stuff. are they trying to sell? Like, the, what are they? Like when the movie it sounds like opened, it was just data solutions. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's just like a storage company. Yeah, sounds like it. But it's like really big. So I guess they must have big accounts. They had a lot of people working there too. Like, like a know, lot of people. I don't know how many people need to be working at like a data, but like as far as I know, there's like two people that knew anything about the internet. It's true. And it was Olivia Munn and Jason Bateman. Yep. And it's just like if one of those people had like gotten sick or died or something or left the company, that entire operation would be going kaput. Olivia Munn does so well. Um, she was offered a job too, but she turned it down. To Jason list. Bateman? No, from uh, Carol. No, she I know, but did Jason Bateman turn out on the job too? He said he might have, but he didn't say yes or no. Mm-hmm. He had to still think about he it. He had to still think about did it. Did him and Olivia Munn line up together? Did they bang and have babies? Um, because they got locked outside and won the scenes, and they're like, oh, man. And she's like, you could have dated me, you know? And he's like, yeah, I messed up. Well, now I'll fix that. And then he tries kissing her, but then, then fucking random dude comes in and is like, I'll piss. And they get off the rooftop, and it's like all oh, the romantic tension's gone. But when the internet gets working and they hijack a bunch of people's phones, that turns them on and they kiss. And then Kate McKinnon's like, HR violation. And it's like, stop. Ethan, do you ever think there's just too many movies out there? <laughs> I think there's just I think we make too many movies. I think um I think there's there's enough landfill. <laughs> <laughs> you think there's too many there's too much entertainment to consume? Yeah. I wonder that because I was looking at Netflix and I'm like, holy shit, there's so many Christmas movies. So many. I didn't know? realize there were so many Christmas movies. And you know what? They're all probably not good. They're probably all terrible. Christmas is a bad subject to make a movie about, I think. I think or to make a movie around that. There's time. only so many things you can do with it. It's true. And I think they've already done them all. I think they're all. I think we've tapped out on Christmas, but they did come out with two new Christmas specials on Netflix. So I mean, were they? Oh, I saw one of them, the the Christmas Prince. Yep, there I was saw one that. of them, and there was another one too that was lesser known. I think. But oh yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah, they both uh, both just dropping them out. You know, it's just weird to think that Netflix just drops movies like that, and it's just like, yeah. I, I mean, at know, least it's just a Christmas movie. Here's the uh, here's it. the thing I'll give Netflix. At least that shit ain't winding up in a landfill. We have a fucking blu-ray of this movie oh, yeah, you know yeah. how much of a landfill is filled up with fucking office christmas party we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna love this movie right? we are we're fine but it. what about other people like i don't think this movie made like that much money and it's not just the blu-ray man it's the packaging it's the fucking dust cover you know what this movie can get dusty i'm okay with that you don't need to print a dust cover for this fucking movie <laughs> is that what those are i just thought they were like fun cases i didn't know it was like to protect it from dust uh, well it's called a dust cover ain't it the, like, mean, the cardboard the, outside? Here's the thing. The dust goes on the top, but the, the cardboard outside <laughs> is not covering. So I mean, it just goes dusty on the top. But that's just another thing that's going to fucking waste room in a landfill, man. That's hey, what I'm saying. You're gonna, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get all those bonus features. Yeah. You know, know, like, hold on. Okay, so here's the thing. At the end of this movie, they had, they had bloopers at the end. Were they, they funny? Do. The bloopers were worse. <laughs> it looked like, no. honestly, like I was like, maybe I don't I, believe I, you for a fucking I, second. I was like, I think this movie might have been fun to make. Yeah, maybe it was fun behind the scenes. I watched it. Nobody looks like they're having much fun. They look like the improv. Like, there's a lot of improv scenes where they, like, do a couple lines and they say the funniest one. The improv just looks painful. Yeah, forced. It looks very Very forced. forced. 
Yeah, um, here's some of the behind the scenes of this Blu-ray. If all right, let's wants find to go out. out and buy it. Unrated and theatrical versions, deleted and extended scenes, including an alternate ending. I wonder what the alternate ending is. Probably them all fucking committing suicide. <laughs> Probably uh, another big orgy. Which I kind of <laughs> had in there. Outtakes. More outtakes. Throwing an office Christmas party featured. There's a commentary with the directors, but it's only on the theatrical version because even they didn't want to see the extended <laughs> what version. What have you done? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Well, I want to talk about something else. So, Go ahead. Um, I want to talk about literally anything else. You want to talk about literally anything else? What about this other character? Who's the bald guy? He's, he's in a lot. Um, oh, James Coderoy? James Coderoy, yeah. Cor- Cordry. Why did he Rob, hate- Rob Cordry. Rob Cordry. Why does he hate the HR lady so much? Why does he hate Kate McKinnon's character? Because uh, she ruins all fun. Because she's HR. Ah. Oh. That's why. Because he, he he hates a lot of people. That's his like thing. That's his thing, is he just hates things. He just hates people, but he oh, hates okay. her most of all because she is like a soil sport oh, wet he, blanket. He really likes cocaine. Mm-hmm. And he really likes peeing on rooftops. Mm-hmm. He really likes um um oh, what's that thing where you get some girl in the middle and someone's banging from the front and someone's banging from the front? behind oh like a three-way kind of thing yeah, oh spit roasting spit roasting there you go oh god what am he I likes that about? you know yeah you know that <laughs> you could have wrote this movie oh, you, did. you know it's, it's funny because the joke was the fact that he knew the name he's like oh spit roast did he did he did we see a spit roast kind of you see someone paying someone from behind he's like i want to get in the front now who was it i don't know some random people okay someone with a goat with a uh, sheep mask on sheep Outfit on? Oh, you know why they did that? Because no actual actor in the movie wanted to do it, <laughs> so they just got some person for that one role. Yeah. Just put a fucking go mask on. It's we'll say like whoever you like are. It's like a sleepaway camp thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Did, oh, what, man. So you just wanted to talk about? I want to talk character? about. I want to talk about like. I like I him as know an actor. Who he was. I just want to know what he did. I've seen him in role. other things. He was really good in this movie, Butter. Have you seen Butter? Mm. Oh, was that that? Mm, I heard about, about it. It was, was like it? a butter. It's with Olivia Wilde. He's in it too, and uh, a lot of people are in it. Hugh Jackman's in it for a little bit. It's about like a butter. Uh, uh, it's a butter sculpting competition. Oh no, that sounds interesting. It was really good, and he played like an adopted father, and like the person that he an adopted, adopted father. Oh, he adopted someone. He adopted. He's a person who is. Yeah, I he adopt was- you in the fatherhood. <laughs> Thanks, son. <laughs> and uh, he was he was married to Alicia Silverstone. It was a really cute, fun little like warm film. And I'm like, oh man, uh, Mr. Rob uh, Codry, <laughs> whose name I just had to read on the front of the box. You are a very charming individual. I hope you're in plenty of films. And really, like honestly, like I'm gonna be completely honest. I watched this movie. I don't hate any of the actors in it. I love them. I think they're all funny. Yeah, I've seen them all in things. That That's I the enjoy. thing is, they also have good. A- they have good actors. They got pretty very pretty good fun people improvisers. For this. Yeah, I just don't enjoy this film. I think it's really. I don't know. It's just not funny. Like I enjoy mean spirited humor. I love it, and I, I enjoyed all that kind of uh, shit. This isn't mean spirited. This feels like childish. Almost. It's it's very. Uh, I think that the joke is that like these are all uptight people. You know, they're in a very professional place and office environment. What happens when they cut loose? But the thing is, is and that's the they thing. They could have done more with it though. They, well, they could have pushed the idea of cutting loose because when the movie opens and we see the office environment, it's already super loose. You know, they're already cursing at each other and they're already like insulting each other. And like Rob, uh, Rob, uh, shut your fucking mouth (laughs) is (laughs) he's, he's already a dick to the HR lady to Kay McKinnon. Like everyone's already up to 10. So then when the party starts, it's just like, well, where else do you have to go? There you go, baby. Oh man, uh, uh, Ethan is now the, pointing out. Yeah, go ahead. In the background there is a picture of Rod Coderoy holding it, holding a, a, a liquor bottle. The with liquor no pants. bottle. He's got no pants. And on. also, they, uh, he, uh, you know, spoiler. He dances with the HR lady. Does he fuck her? No. Mm, all right. 
And then she's, he's, at the end of the movie, he's like, you're all right, I guess. How'd you like, I don't like your rules, though. How'd you like the cast? Did you like Jason Bateman as the main character? I, I wanted someone a little younger for the main character. I don't, I don't think the age makes a difference. I think, for me, it was just... He was just given... He's, he is a very good straight man, but this character had, like, no... The, driving force behind it, really. He just yeah. kind of seemed like, I'm just doing things. Well, I that's can. the thing. Is the movie... Makes him have the, the one driving force he should have is to destroy this company so he, should, he could have a better job with more money and be more happy. Yeah, it'd be cool if he was like going between the two and being like, Oh, I want to be a good person, get out of here alive. And That's also, great. like, but no, nah, he just kind of just let's like, sit back. I guess he kind of expects TG Mogar to mess up. Yeah, I guess. So but then, but then, but then we have a protagonist with no drive. We have a protagonist that doesn't want to do yeah, anything. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's you almost know? like it's a poorly written script. Yeah, you know, look at that fucking R. That's a Look at that fucking C. Uh, That's a come on, man. It's okay. Ariel's not that bad. Whatever. Anyway, here's the point. What? Here's the point I want what? to talk about. Is there's a great <laughs> scene that the unrated version gets. Oh yeah. Like great. I mean, eh. um, where you know office workers, faxing their butts. Oh yeah. Faxing their balls. Faxing their boobs. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Doing the doing the copy thing, and they're like, oh, the thing ran out of toner. And everyone's like kind of half naked. And they're like, let's go to the 3D printer, and they go to the 3D printer and print out their junk. That's pretty funny. Which is. Yeah, so guys just print 3D printing balls, which is kind of funny, but also that doesn't it happen. doesn't work that way, and it also takes way longer it than takes that. A that, long, that like a 3D an hour printer took a long time. Yeah, that but you know the concept's but, a funny idea. The concept's funny, and there's one scene that you could tell this shit's like cut in, like they just it has like almost no bearing on the plot. It's just people doing that. Yeah. Um, there's like he does his balls and his dick, and it prints out, and he's like, "Oh, check it out!" And everyone just starts laughing because it's little. Mm. And I'm like, "Dude, it's it's a 3D print." It's a three. Well, also, and that, it's probably cold. It's fucking cold, and it's like <laughs> he could be a show, like a grower. Like, come on, man! That's true. Everyone See, just makes fun of him because it, it doesn't even. It didn't even look that small to me. That was the thing. Well, I mean, that says yeah. more about you. I know it does. <laughs> it does. I, I, was, I, I had uh, to check myself before I wrecked myself. <laughs> you erect yourself. Ah! <laughs> so you're talking about the three D pr- the, the the printer thing, and I was for some reason I was expecting you to see where they're like they're like printing their butts and shit, and one guy goes up to print his butt. And then he accidentally like shits on it. Why would you think that? <laughs> and so then you get like scans of the shit coming out of the butt. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I thought that was a funny idea. Why would so he shit himself? <laughs> so you're like, oh yeah, let's see the pictures of the ass. And then you see the ass in one picture. And then you start seeing something like, coming out of it. And he just sits there looking embarrassed like, yeah, I'm sorry. Oops, I poo-pooed. <laughs> and, then, and then he jumps off. Everyone's disgusted. It smells. He's like, who's next? <laughs> That's awful. I think that would have been pretty funny. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that would have been terrible. That would make this juvenile movie more juvenile. Uh, just uh, that's push it, man. You got to push it. Yeah, like pushing a vending machine out a window. Someone did that. Oh, it wasn't uh, the DJ. Nah, the DJ was just very happy. His arc was that he like wanted a job, I guess. That's what it was. Because and then the he movie, got a job at the end. In the beginning of the movie, he's like, "Hey, I can get a DJ for you guys," and they're like, "Okay, cool." And then he winds up being the DJ, and that's supposed to be a joke. Uh, well, that's kind of funny at the end because he goes, um, he says like, "Hey, Cody, you did a good job." He's like, "Cool, I got gigs for days like lined up." Wow. He's like, "My name is DJ uh, Khalid." Yes, <laughs> that too. This is not accurate. He's like, "Nope, my name's DJ Khalid, and Cody's dead." And I'm like, "That's kind of funny." He's just like, "Ah, eh, fuck this job." The movie is the funniest movie of the year, according to Sean Edwards, Fox TV. Hilarious, naughty, inappropriate fun. The New York Times. Is this so much better to actually have a, a physical copy though? Because you get to see all the good marketing material. Let's let's just read. Let's just talk about this fucking marketing material. That's for a it's way more fun than the movie because the movie itself First, is. Yeah. 
Oh, this movie's just bad. It's just really bad. Party like your job depends on it. And the unrated, unrated is in all caps and in your favorite font. <laughs> and bolded. Comedy event of the year with outrageous new footage not shown in theaters. Ooh. Even when an overbearing CEO, Jennifer Aniston, decides <laughs> to close her hard paying, hard partying, wow, brother's <laughs> failing branch, he, TJ Miller, and his fired-up co-workers, Jason Bateman, Olivia Munn, Kate McKinnon, decide to throw an epic office party to land a big-shot client, Courtney B. Vance, and save everyone's job. Fueled by booze and bad decisions, things quickly spiral out of control in this wild and raunchy comedy. Get ready to work hard and party harder. When I see the word raunchy, it makes me not want to watch the movie. Here's my... Because it's just a bat. When you see that, it's just like, oh, that Have person- you ever picked up a Blu-ray or DVD, looked on the back and read the synopsis and gone, oh, yeah, and then like put it in your basket and walked off? <laughs> Not since Blockbuster. Even in Blockbuster, I don't think I ever did that. Really? You don't think no. you ever read the back? I've like- never read the back. <laughs> I've seen people do it before, and I'm like, I've never what? They'll just go by the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> never judge a book by its cover. Always read the inside. Never, never judge a movie by its dust cover. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see what it looks like underneath this dust cover. It's the same exactly thing. the same thing. What is the point of these things? What's I, the point I don't of a dust know. Cover? I don't know. Is it supposed to be like fancy? I don't know. I just throw them away and then I feel bad. I I think I think they look nicer with them. I think it's to protect it a little bit because you know see all these little like, protect it from what dust. You know, from like well look at all these little bumps and stuff on this this cover. The, like the it's, Knicks, the Knicks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, the Nick. That's a show that's pretty good. I've heard. Um, this is rated R for crude sexual content and language throughout drug use and graphic nudity. You know, when I was a kid, I was really obsessed with reading about the content in movies, like really? the objectionable stuff. Uh-huh. I was like really like ooh, I loved it when they put R and they put like the list of all oh, the in list because yeah. then it's like ooh, that's what's gonna be in it. Yeah, it's kind interesting that's i was like doing that that's more interesting than the synopsis i think that yeah. tells you more about the movie i know because yeah. it shows what's gonna be in there Crude i remember content for a while there was movies that were all about like you know like teen parties or whatever and it would have all that shit like i think uh, uh a super bad had this it was like you know crude sexual content uh, cursing partying drinking all involving teenagers have you seen those ones? Yeah, I've seen that one. Those ones are really cool. Those are inter- it's interesting how much more detail they've gotten over the yeah they've had to be very like specific stuff. yeah and also I- they've changed their font what they change it to? I don't know, but it's different now. It's not I think Ariel. It's, I think it's uh, Futura, actually. Okay, it I can better. believe that. Yeah, all right. As yeah. my limited graphic knowledge says that. That or maybe uh, Gotham? I don't know. Either way, you know what? Would you recommend this film to people? Hell Is it no. a good Christmas movie? Hell no. It's a terrible Christmas movie. It barely even has like... They barely even mention like the holiday spirit besides the fact that it's just, it just happens to be a Christmas party. At, yeah, it could know. have been any kind of party. Could have been literally any party. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the big thing that companies throw, you know? Mm-hmm. They throw christmas party and it's just like whoa it's, it's not even a bad comedy you can watch and learn anything from because like there's things there that work i don't know i just i just i don't know i think i think there's something lost i, in I think it's just one of those things that it's not enough relatableness like off yeah. the space the reason it's so good is because it's relatable uh, yeah that's true you know it's one of those things where you're like oh i relate to this mm-hmm. and even though it's not like the funniest movie ever it's very dry mm. it works because you can relate and to it lasts it does last. I forgot this movie existed until you brought it home on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I, I think about brought... Office Space every day of my life because I work <laughs> in an office. <laughs> exactly. And you think about it and you're like, I can relate to this. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to like work in an office and look over and be like, man, that person's just like Kate McKinnon. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I don't, you know what? Yeah. Never. I don't think I've ever seen any of these characters in my workspace. Anywhere. Really? You don't work with a TJ Miller? I don't. Or I don't. a Olivia Munn? Um, no. Mm. I don't. Well, there you go. That's your problem then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, whatever. I don't care. If you guys want to fucking watch this movie, go out and check it out and waste your fucking time. Be my guest. Go ahead and tell us how, what you think about it. Go to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and let us know. Or you can email us at email. Oh, the by the way, everyone kept their jobs. I didn't mention I don't that. give a shit. Oh, okay. So I thought, you Who know, gives a shit? Maybe the movie know. But, you know, Is there gonna, anything else that's Everyone surprising? has their job. It's great. Um, uh, Carol's much happier and rebuilds a relationship with her brother. And they all go out to have a great time. Benihana's. at the No, they all go to a, a <laughs> breakfast lunch with no alcohol because C.J. Miller has to... Um, Watch his drinking. Has, well, no, he has he's on meds, so he can't mix meds with alcohol. And the doctor's there because he's gotten a fucking car crash, dude. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so <laughs> I don't know why I'm sounding so bad at you. I apologize. <laughs> that's okay. And my outburst was all right. Not it's fine. It's funny. So buddy. he just watch your fucking ass. Fucking <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, so anyway, there's a great the great joke in quotes because it's a terrible joke. <laughs> where. Yeah. The doctor's like, don't mix alcohol. And they're like, oh, we won't do that. Wink. And then he's like, I can see you. And someone else says, yeah, okay, we're, we're just kidding here. Wink. And it's like, That's a, dude, why don't you just not drink? Like, why, why don't people listen to their doctors? It's a reference. It happened earlier. Oh. It's a payoff, I guess. Is it, do you think it'd be funny if it's I don't not? think so. Probably not. Okay. Not at all. It wasn't funny the first time either. Oh, yeah, there you go. If you want to listen to any other episode, you can go to our iTunes and Reddit. Reddit. Our Reddit? <laughs> Let's start a Reddit. Let's do it, buddy. Let's start a Reddit. Somebody start a Reddit for us, please. We can start a Reddit ourselves. What would we do? We'd be just going on there and be like, hey, guys. Suggest movies. <laughs> please suggest movies. Let's talk about Reddit. The Last Jedi. In a, in a safe yeah. Space. I'd love to. Anyone who wants to talk about The Last Jedi with me, please do. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. I think it was one of the best Star Wars movies. I agree. It's right up there with uh, Empire and New Hope. Yeah, top three for me. Thing is, is there not a lot of good Star Wars movies out there, so it's really easy to be a, be- a good one, you know. That's a good point. <laughs> you can also find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five star rating and review. We'll be right on the show, no matter what it says, even if it says that you guys should, you know, fucking liven up a bit more. We're trying to listen to you guys to take our mind off of things and not feel get like we sad have about, you know, not get, get sad, sad about, about bad comedies. Movies. Yeah, yeah, and feel bad about our lives. Uh, like we really should just not watch any more comedies. That's a great idea. Definitely not watch. Anymore. Hey, you're winking at me, and I'm telling you that you shouldn't be doing that. You should just do the thing you're saying. Uh, uh, I'm noticing that you're winking at me. Uh, oh, I'm sitting right here. Oh, this is funny. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! (laughs) Oh, yeah. Porn star pink. I think that's a color on a crayon. It's Pornstar Pink and Millennial Pink.